be uh, before Rosh Hashanah decided, I think we'd learn the Kitmaron, discuss of Rabbeinu Nachman ben Feger, and uh, Nachman ben Simchas Rishonenu, the Sadik should help us and everything, and then during that time he managed to learn Torah Kuf Nun Hey. That's what started. Yeah, Torah Kufnin and Hay was very much important because it was about Rika supply and patience, which is one of the you're going to see Rachmim, which we dubbed as Namuna, Eretz Yisrael, Emes. So when we touched on the idea of Emes and Eretz Yisrael, it brought us to Torah Mem Zion. He quoted a, a, a concept from Torah Mem Zion. This is all in the Kutimara on Chalik Aleph, the first part. Okay, so he says here, Torah Mem Zion. We're learning Torah Mem Zion about. Achalta, Echol, the Savoir, Vihaltem. Yeah. Oh, you can, I don't know. Yeah, I have. Just do it like without making a mess. That's the, the trick. Oh, Gavaldi. And you eat. It's funny because you're talking about eat, you see? Eating in the base, base midrash. You should eat and you should be satiated and praise. That's the kind of blessing you want. You know, we're, we're coming up to Zmansim Chasenu, Sukkot. You know, these are the days of uh, preparation. We mentioned in our shir last week about Yudke Vavke and uh, all these panemius things. So we're going to jump into that whole story of Sukkot. As Mansur was saying, one of the ways of Mekayim Simcha, it's a big high madrega to reach the level of Simcha, especially when it's a mitzvah, extra mitzvah of Sukkot. It's a time of Simcha, a time where all the Simcha the whole year comes down. So one of the ways, obviously, is having a Suda, yeah? Is eating, and that's what we're going to do in the sukkah with Hashem. Yes, and Rabbi Nachman's yotzei Helula comes out during sukkah, so his we said the Nachman ben Simcha. It's the fourth night. Moshe Rabbeinu Zishpizin, which makes sense according to the Chassidim, because according to the Litvaks, it's actually a change or switch or they they move it to a different day because it's the day when according to Vilna Gaon is Yotzai, which is the fifth day of Sukkot. So they have a Moshe Ben Ezeshbin is in the den, and they're Seder. Because they do it chronologically, we do it according to the Sviris of the Onim. And the idea that Moshe and Nachman, and they're, they're all connected, the idea of Netzach, and the idea of uh, of Simcha, and the Zman of Simcha, and uh, just shows you that the Ba'ashem Tov is on Shavuos, which is the Zman of Torah, and the Vilnagon is on Sukkah's man of Simcha. So even the biggest Torah Yid from history that we hear about, the Vilnagon, comes out on this man of Simcha because even the Litvaks need Simcha, yeah? And that's what we're going to see, that eating and eating with, with, with satiation and praising Hashem is a big part of the avoid of Simcha, of Sukkah's, all the Zechiyavim of Sukkah, of Sudas, especially the first night of Sukkah. And, um, but the most important part we're going to learn because when you don't have Yom Tov when you don't have Shabbos is when you eat it should be Onik Shabbos it should be Simcha's Yom Tov it should be during the week even now before we get there we have to eat in a certain way and that's what we're going to learn it's very very high concepts because eating Bukadusha is something which is a holy holy thing <clears throat> I'll just tell you one disclaimer I hope this black doesn't mind me quoting this but I think he's quoted it publicly and if he hasn't forgive me but he once um, spoke to Siddiquim, I think it was from Sean Morris, or maybe even Morgenstern, and he was asked, like, in preference to what um, should a person indulge a bit more in, in something. He's like, he's a bet on them. 
is a human and he's going to have moments of taiva and test. Mm-hmm. So one of the things he was told, that the one thing that in his situation, and maybe this is applicable for most of us, is eating. Yeah, you can understand that. Okay, that's the weaker plate. Now, the Jewish world, I would say, has a problem with eating right nowadays. Like, we overeat, especially in America. Excuse me to say this, but they're, they're generally bigger people and they eat much more. And I've seen it with my own eyes when I've gone to America or when I've been in places where Americans are at. Like, the, the quality, the amount, it's a whole other level than the Eretz Israel Yidin generally are eating. And... Uh, it could be, you know, that's their voter, then <coughs> Mila, the Gashmis, but it also could be, but then they're not holding on this level of Kedusha Zahila, it's a high level. And especially when it comes to all the timers that are over there in America and generally that they're, they're exposed to, so this is their, their weaker point. And that has been discussed in podcasts, and there needs to be more very easy to working on Achila. Yeah. So we really need to work on it. I mean, the abundance when I experienced there was just not normal. So but the idea, we really need to work. I'm just doing this as a preparation for the idea that eating needs to be done with mindfulness, with awareness, with, with a little bit of humility, with understanding that there's a gvul, and you yourself will feel more happy and more satiated. And this is the point here, the savoir, the haltem, you'll be satiated, and then you'll praise Hashem, you'll feel better about yourself. To the point of praise comes from when you're in a good state of we mind. We didn't even get into the Torah yet. Yeah. It feels like, you mentioned that it's, uh, you know, related to Sukkot, yeah. and it feels like it, it's like, uh, you know, leading you into it, the halal. Yeah. Yeah. Halal. halal, exactly, brilliant. Thank you for saying that, Zabi. So the idea of halal, I'll put the point here so we can hear your beautiful Torah. The idea of halal, of praising Hashem, is a very big part of, of Sukkot, Mansum Kusenu. Um, it's the most halal, as we say, other than Hanukkah, because it's eight, eight days, and Hanukkah is also eight days, including Simchus Torah for Sukkot. So we say all these halals, all these times of praising Hashem, and that's the point to eat, should bring us to a state of mind where we're thanking Hashem. And now it's, you're going to see it's going to be very practical in daily life when we learn this Torah, because Rabbi Nachman, one of the most important things, he mentioned it before, uh, is about das. The Rav Shlomo mentioned it in the Shia Min Hamarav, das, bringing it into das. We're going to learn that Sukkot is a Zman of das, and it's that, so really know Hashem, the man yedu, it's a Zman to know Hashem, and it's also a time to really tune in to, to awareness, to true knowledge, true, that affects daily life. And eating is something we have to do every day, except for Yom Kippur and a few fast days a year. We all need to eat, so we need to do it right. Mi shahu. Yeah, let's see what it says in Pasa. It's, it's quoted from a Pasa from Yah, the first line. And then now let's go into the actual Torah. Mi shu mishkua b'tayvitzachila. Someone who's like completely enveloped in the, in the desire of eating or the, I don't know how to say translate, we've already got better translation over there. But tayvitzachila, we just leave it as tayvitzachila, which means, you know, because we'll just keep it that word. But it means basically indulging in eating. Now this is the most important thing of the Torah, in my opinion, from what I remember learning it in a long, long time ago. But the Nakuda is Emes. Emes. Emes is the Nakuda. What do we get from Hashanah Yom Kippur if we had to come out with something? Everyone has different things. You said a lot of prayers. You, you connect to a lot of people. You connect to the community. I would say the most important point of the davening, if you if you would catch a word again and again, especially Rosh Hashanah, and I think Yom Kippur comes up again also more to do with Tahara, but the word of emes, yeah, purity and emes, they're very connected, the idea of emes, Hashem built this world 
for people of truth, yeah? And if someone's busy stressing and stuffing his face, yeah, and, and the way it says, and I'm not saying anyone here is doing that, I'm just saying the Torah. No, one who's into that type, of, that's like... Gedalia Fenster the quote, great one. Face your stuff, don't stuff your face. That's a great quote. Now, because it, it means you're distant from truth. Because when you're facing your stuff, you're being real. You're facing your life. You're not ignoring issues. You're not ignoring your wife like I was about half an hour ago. You're not ignoring her. You're facing it. You're not ignoring her. You're to this. Fa- yeah, she should be. You're facing the, the, the request that your family need, and you're facing it, and you're being MS, and then that gives you power to stay away from Taiva Sakhila. Because the concept of eating, speaking, being an MS sticker person, it's all connected because you now start to understand. That's Rabbi Nachman is going to help us understand how to apply the meter of MS Be into more amuna, more MS. Yeah, but into how you eat, and it affects how you eat. If it's the taiva, is the is the anti. And this shows Yiddishkeit is real because everything else. I remember when I learned other religions. There's no other place, as far as I remember. Maybe maybe a little bit some of mindfulness movement, where they're so caught up with exactly how you eat to the to the, you know, in terms of the the shirim and. You know, there's a whole Torah about it. It's not like just some guy feels this way or feels that way. It's it's a real Masoira. It's it's from the Torah. It's we have a chotevisavatavarachta. It's a pasuk. It's a chiyav. It's a deraisa. It's it's from the Torah. It's from the Rabbanon. It's it's a whole way of facing food. Also, yeah. like advertising the Jewish diet yeah. would not be popular at all. Well, that's true. But the praise praising America, it's a good diet. praising America in the other way, eating the fact that the and OU and the technology, what they're dealing with, the complications of kasher, and the fact they've managed to make a whole industry of kosher food that's worth billions of dollars, is a, is also an amazing achievement because they've taken on the challenge of technology and reality of the world, and they've makadish the whole world. And you're eating food now. You're eating food from the whole world because mm-hmm. it's it's all different imports and exports. It's mass. Nits, elevation of nitsosis is a, it's the ability every person type sits down and has something to eat they're probably elevating sparks in India and from China from from even Ukraine if they're still able to import from the whole world the whole world's getting elevation hopefully uh, some of the food to merits as well as well so you get the Kedusha merits as well but the idea you're elevating all the time sparks and sparks we're going to learn about this anyway let's go into it what happens when a person doesn't eat with MS and he's indulging in the food, judgment comes on him. Gamzesimin al Dallas. And this is a really hard one for anyone who's struggling with panasa with economic stuff. And you know, this is a, this is very real. Rabbi Nachman's getting straight to the Kishkas. Gamzesimin al Dallas. This is a sign on poverty. Yeah. So you know, if anyone struggled with being poor, which I'll be honest, I've had time periods in my journey. I haven't. I wouldn't call myself poor, but I, I felt rich. But I, I struggled at times. But I had times where I really had minimal, minimal income, like to the point where I, I was like living off miracles day by day, hmm. even with a wife and kids. And it, it can be pretty difficult. So, because then, what does he say here? Gam yevoli day biznyonus uvushos. Yeah, because then you come to getting ashamed and embarrassment. People, you get situations, you know, I remember I went once to a Rebbe of Sumai Zilberg and I really didn't have anything. I said to him, after Marav, I said, like a bit MS. He said, well, you have bread and milk? I said, yeah, all right, that I got. He said, I, I don't know what to say to you. i just give you a bracha. I'm like, I don't come here for a bracha. I need an etzer. I need something real, yeah? <coughs> just, 
<coughs> I can pay for the bread and milk tomorrow, but you know, I need to move house another week, and there's a lot of expenses going on, more than just bread and milk. Um, so I was a little bit disappointed, but I, got, I took the brocha and I said thank you, and I, w- I went to Kolel the next day, like as if everything's okay, and obviously Kolel doesn't pay you back that much back then, and still not, and I was there. And I get a call, f- uh, no, I called my wife because I didn't have a mobile phone back then. I phoned on, I remember one of those phones. Mm, yeah. Pass him on. Yeah, with this, uh, it was a card back then. So I plug in the card, or she phoned me and she knew the phone number of the base manager. She phoned me, I answered, it was a certain time of day. I answered, I said, you wouldn't believe it. We just got an envelope with $2,500 given to us. Yeah? It's going to help with the move, everything. I can't believe it. And he said, I said, did you tell that person anything about why, what, this, that? Nothing. Never told anyone nothing. So in the end, the Sadek's bracha was Makaim within like a short time. So he, yeah, we want the brachas. It's like a joke that the Chassidim say. They, give, they get a bracha from the Rebbe, a dollar from the Rebbe. It's a, it's a blessed dollar. He said, I don't want your blessed dollar. Give me a hundred cursed dollar. Yeah? It's too little. So, but the point is, with the blessed dollar is better because you're going to see it's going to come good. You're feeling very ashamed and embarrassed because you don't know how you're going to get by. Now, this is beautiful. Yeah, he's taking us to a passage, this concept of when a person's face becomes like different changes colors. Mm. It's embarrassment, basically. Right. Yeah? And this, the Pasuk is, 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 is hinting to that in Tehillim. If you want to just give me the English there, and we'll just uh, get exact Pasuk. We could look it up in Tehillim, but why not when it's not here? Um, he says, Kurum, that is resort is degraded by the sons of man. Yeah? Okay, so you end up, it's basically you get degraded. That's the connection. We're going to see this whole idea of the face changing colors. We're going to see in a minute. Um, Kevin. Yeah, when a person, therefore, when a person needs other people, he needs, he comes with his hand out like this, mm. what's going to happen? His face is going to turn colors. It's a Gemara and Brochus. A multicolored yeah? bird. Yeah, it's based on a multicolored bird, exactly. Thank you, notes. Yeah, very nice. Amazing. But the whole Gemara and Brochus talks about the Krum, some sort of bird that's multicolored. But the point is, if you face. See the, the, yeah, it goes from white, white yeah, to red, or whatever. The face goes white to red, and you know, the, the blood goes out your face, and it's a very white. big kapara. Because remember, Dinim, we're going to learn in a minute, Dinim is connected to Dam, blood. When judgments are sure on a person when he's in a state of poverty or difficulty, yeah, when that happens, God forbid, the, the, when the blood goes out your face, think mm. about it, that's, it does that's that. connected to the judgment that's mm-hmm. gone on. That you have to be ashamed, God forbid. Shem Shemeinu, Shem Shkiva Shefa, all of us Shefa. So you don't have to go through this. But the point is, where does it all start? We already remember, don't forget, the, the, the root of it is the eating, the fressing. Rak Mishu Meshabetai Vizachila, and no, says Rabbi Nachman. Remember, Rabbi Nachman says Vada, he means Atsilas, he means like this is important. There's a big da and a Dalid iron of the Da, the Shema Yisrael, Shema Yisrael, the Odi. This is the big, he's awaking up your Neshama. Da, Mishuhu Meshabah, someone who's breaking his Tai Vesachila, the, the indulging and eating. Hakosh Bochu Os Ayido Mosim. Hashem's going to do upon him miracles. Ki Amra. And I, I can I can testify of experiences. Not that I'm such a sadic, but on my little level, connecting to Sadiqim, I've seen miracles living in this holy land. Where I've literally I remember one I went to the same rabbi of Sumaya, and I was talking about the same kind of sugiya with the money thing. He looks down on the floor, 
in front of me. And he says, there's $50. Picks up, go, there you go, that's a start. <laughs> I mean, it was like stories like this, yeah? I mean, I, I, I'm not making it up. I'm talking about buying houses and things that you wouldn't think possible with the kind of money and income I had. Things worked out. Yeah, miracles. He does miracles for him. Yeah, now we say this is a pasuk, um, the concept of panim, and we're going to see it connected to Birkas Kanim. But the, the, the bring in the Gemara that which you shall lift up, you should not lift up your face, yeah, because it says in the pasuk, Yisa Hashem Pana Well, that's that's what we say in Birkas Kanim that Hashem lifts up His face to us, to you. He says, how can, it, how can you not lift up your face? Yeah? What, what did Hashem say to us? He said, when you eat, you've got a ponim. You're, you're made in the Salam Alakim. How can you not lift up your face? Yeah? You're, you're made in God's image. And when you eat, how can you not lift up your face to like in a, do it with a holiness, with an with a elevation? Yeah? Why? Because there's a passage. Because I said to you, This is what Hashem says to you, to all of us. You should eat, you should be satiated, and you should bless. Yeah? This, this is the say that you eat, you satiate. Hashem wants this. This is Smrotzen Hashem, Mamish. Like, you want to know what Kodesh Baruch wants from you when you finish davening? You go have breakfast. What does he want at the end of the day? Go have dinner. Yeah? In the middle, whatever. It, 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 at yeah. least minimal. Yeah, and Shabbos you have three times meals, and then Yom Tov you have two. Yeah? And this is what Hashem wants. He wants you to eat satiation. With that satiation, bless. Including the satiation when you eat, you should also drink something as well. It's actually alacha. You should have some water or something, some liquid, because it goes together. Satiation goes together with eating and drinking. al atzman Now, obviously, this concept is talking about during the week, yeah? Because once again, Shabbos is room for, in the Sham Yaseira, there's a bit more room to eat. But during the, during the week, Hashem is medactic on, on him, oh, sorry, he's, he's asking us to medactic on ourselves. With a kazayas and a kabeah. This is a high level. But the concept is the kazayas is actually about the size of an olive, which is about, if you want to be approximate, it's about matchbox. And a kabeah is an egg. So you know how big an egg is. Maybe they were bigger sizes back in the day. But the point is, you, you, we're not talking about eating a whole cake to yourself. Yeah, We're talking about maybe two pieces of a cake would be fine. And then you can make kind of michia. Yeah. Or, if someone has brought up, he's mentioned a couple of times, like something yeah. you should want to bench so bad that like the tzaddikim will have a kazayat or a kabeza yeah. just for the purpose of benching. Okay, this is it. Yeah. This is this Torah. What he's quoting, what he's saying is from this Torah. Maybe he got it from tzaddikim themselves. But this is the concept. You're eating for the sake of Mekayim Ratzon Hashem. It's that kind of mindfulness. The mindfulness, once again, none of the other religions have. None of them. I don't care, you can quote Daniel Goldman, he's a Jew. And you can quote all these gurus of mindfulness, Ram, Ram Das, all these guys. Yeah, they're all Jews probably, but it doesn't matter. Maybe they're remembered from the Zaydas, this concept. But the idea is of eating a kazais, eating a bear, eating according to the Shulchan Aruch, what gives you the chiv of benching. This is the kind of way a Jew eats. It's a different way of eating. We're eating in order to be satiated and to bless Hashem. And that, remember, we don't want to be poor. Yeah? We don't want to have to be embarrassed in life. We don't have to come to people to ask for money. So this is like the salute. Rabbi Nachman is telling us this is the process to live a life of miracles, to live a miraculous life, to live a life of blessing, to not have to come to people 
with like, you know, can you help me with this and help me with that? And, that. and I, I've gone through it, you know, time and time again in this holy land. I've had times I've been able to give, Baruch Hashem. You know, it's all up to Hashem, whatever Hashem wants. You know, nibs about, the point is giving you a solution how to avoid those rough moments of, God forbid, of coming to people for, for money and stuff. It's painful. Yeah, like I, I'll give you one other story. It's just good. The stories are good. Since we mentioned people come to you for money. I mean, but Rasi Zilberg, he once gave me a letter, beautiful letter. He wrote it himself. Spent a long time on this letter. It must have been about half an hour. Mostly Shabbos. It's around one in the morning. I'm in his office because he finishes Shabbos. I'm talking about a real big sadik. You know, like you read about in the Chassid Shemayis. He's like one of those, like Kedusha Slavy kind of sadik in this generation. He's alive. He's good. I've been to his Moshe Weinberger. I, I drove yeah. there once for Shabbos. He's a Moshe Weinberger. Hot like, talks about him and. Yeah. Was, do you meet, was you that met my no it was uh, Yosef yeah. uh, Yosef just met my friend uh, Menachem yeah. so uh, it wasn't you but uh, I went once with Menachem nice. and nice. He, he brought me there and we it was like well after Shabbos we drove there yeah and it's another one and then like got back into Shabbos where was yeah. this it's, he's based in he used to be in Ezra's Torah now he's based in uh, Rocha Barilan he's got a new shul there Rav Simaya Zilberberg he's a big because I'm sure of a chassid but originally he was gay he's a very big person I, had, I'm, I was by him like years, so I like was in his world of Amazing. holiness. And so one of the stories he he wrote me he wrote me a long letter, um, pages about three four pages. And his writing is very like with Yerushalayim. He writes it very carefully, thought out. And he said a beautiful thing. I, I wish I, I must have a letter somewhere. And he wrote it so beautifully. And and, and I took the letter with me, and I went to London. And I went to a, a family there in London. I was, once again, I was in Kolo, and my parents weren't really interested in helping me because they'd helped me enough or whatever. And I needed, I needed a pranasa. I was in between jobs and Kolo's and this and that. So I went to this Rav, Rav Feshwasser. You know the Rav Feshwasser? He's a, high, a very wealthy person. Feshwasser, they call it in Yiddish. Mm. I went to his house, a huge house in Goldsley. Now he doesn't do it in his house anymore. It used to be like a, it used to be in his house. Now he does it in like a hall. But basically, hundreds and hundreds of schnorrim come. I'm sorry to align myself with that, but that's what happened. Yeah. So I went, I went, and I, I just spent time with my friends, my crew, and my crew are all wealthy, wealthy guys. Mm. I didn't ask any of them, God forbid. I'm not going to ask my non-religious friends at that time for money because they wouldn't understand what's going on with laser. You know, you come from a family, you should be able to be okay. We need money for. It. I didn't want to get into that conversation with them. So I didn't mention nothing to them. I just said I need to get to this house first. My friend said to me, you know what, I'll drive you. I'll drive you. He drove me all the way. And uh, by the way, that was the first night I'd ever seen Matthew before. Did I just so catch laser in there? Huh? Did I just catch laser in, in there? What do you mean laser? Did, did you not say laser? That's me. That's my name. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, people call me laser. Okay. That's how Rav Simar called me with laser. So anyway, I come all the way to Golders Green, walk into this house with my friend who's incredibly wealthy. Now he's even more wealthy himself. Yeah, we walk into this house and he knows his family because he's in the property world. He walks in and he sees hundreds of schnorrim and a whole system of numbers and who's getting called in in this house, all around this house with food and drink. It's like, it's like he's never seen anything like it before. His father does charity, but not like this. This is another level. And it makes a big impression on him. But he says, i got to go. So he goes. And I'm sitting, I, got, I, I, uh, I ask for a number. They give me a number. And I look at them and I'm like, you know what? This is going to like... My time with my friends is precious. I'm still boys of all these guys. I, s- I said, you know what? I'm going to go back. I said to my friend, let me come with you. I'll come back later. Yeah. I've got the number. I'll come back. It'll work out. This was around like eight, nine o'clock. I go back all the way back to the where we were with all my crew. End up hanging out a bit more. 
And then I'm like, I've got to get it back there. So like, I need a taxi. So I'm going to spend 10 quid or whatever, the standards to get all the way back there. Go back there, walk in. It's now like, you know, 12.30 or something. Hours later. What's the chance the number probably passed? Who knows? I walk in. First thing I hear, my number. Nice. I go into the guy's room. I've got this letter from Rav Tsumai Zulberg. I give it to him. And he's an uncle. Very wealthy uncle, but an uncle of Rav Tsumai. He reads the letter. He's like, he knows who Rav Tsumai is, a big sadik. He says, okay, you're, you're a real deal. He, he writes a nice check, gives it to me. And uh, it was one of the only checks I ever got. My father found out about this. He was pissed. He was like, you're taking money from Freshwasser? My son, like, what's going on here? I said, Dad, you're not interested. You know, what can I do? So anyway, so um, anyway, uh, I went and I got the money anyway. But it, the, the reason I'm telling the story, it, was, it could have been a very embarrassing situation, the whole thing, sitting there for four hours with not being with my friends and all this and that. In the end, the one who became, who came, took me there, ended up becoming religious and he does loads of charity himself. And the... Left a Russian. Yeah, left a, a big impression on him. I myself didn't wait five seconds. I literally walked in and my number was called. And I had the money I needed at that time to survive, whatever it was at that time. Yeah? So, you know, Hashem, even when you can schnorr, you can do it with miracles. Yeah? So, uh, you know, we shouldn't have to schnorr, but if it happens, Hashem can make it that also good. How do you get this raising of the face, elevation? How does he describe it there? What's the translation? Nesias upon him. This idea of lifting up the face. He brings it. Lo How's his favor? Results from breaking the desire for eating. Yeah, what's he say here? Yeah. It's a high thing, this concept, but the, it's practical because we can do it. Every, the point is everyone of us can do this on some level. It means in your middle of eating, yeah, before we translate Rabbi Nachman, just to give it like a very basic halacha, the Ravitz fast. You ever heard of it? The Ravitz fast? Yeah. It's not about not eating. It's about when you're in the midst of eating, just leave a little bit. That's the Ravitz fast. And that is Kodesh Hashem. I thought the Rambam said that also. You yeah, it's brought down. 80%. It's, I think it's, oh, that's Rambam. Rambam, Rambam brings that you shouldn't fill yourself up a certain amount. Yeah, a similar kind of concept, you're right. But the point is, uh, this is like, not that's, even that's, you're not even worrying about being filled at that point. You're not even getting to the filled point. You're, you're self-disciplining yourself to leave a little bit, to not always finish everything and you know and need more and more. And like you know, these people can eat like three, four pizzas. You know, like I, I can just about do a slice or two. You know, personally, I'm just saying I don't eat much. I, I just I'm not a sadic, but I just don't eat much. I don't have that kind of appetite. Um, I don't get the whole three, four pizzas. I just don't understand it. Um, anyway, Nimsa says, "Paim aydei shiba tavzachila zeh perish astati penai vaila achol perish aydei tavzachila who misase ponim." So basically, you got the choice in front of you. You eat with kedusha, you get elevation. Your face goes up. You become holy. You become the true zevi, the true what's your name? The full name Baruch, isn't it? The true Baruch, true Eli, yeah, Eli Oliezer, yeah. It's all good. You you, you reach that level, yeah. It's so you reach that level of the true Baruch, or you could be Hashem, the not such true Eliezer, Eli Eliezer, my name, you, because you've had a fress, you got lost in the food. As they say, you, what's your face in the plate? Is that the, I don't know. Well, there's loads of statements about eating wrong. 
that people use nowadays. We're all, we're all human beings. We all have those moments. And the point is, even circus, even Shabbos, we mentioned at the beginning when you were just getting your stuff together, that even Shabbos is a time it's of eating and enjoyment and simcha, but even that, having an awareness. There's a kavu, yeah? Like, same with drinking. People, you know, can drink a lot and not even realize because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's liquid. It comes in. You don't, it doesn't fill you up necessarily. So you have to be careful. Like, I've noticed since I've come here, I probably have drunk a bit more than I did than when I was living in Yushalayim. One, I didn't, not such a big drinker myself, but there's more situations like Charles House or the Kiddush here. Or there's like, is more. So I have to like think to myself, like, you know, how many cups am I going to do tonight? I'm not just going to just drink and drink and not think about it. It has to be some sort of boundary. Like Chabad for Bengen, the Rebbe would say four Kosechaims. And that means not giant Coca-Cola Koses. Yeah, it means four cups, small little cups of Lechaims. And if you drink that way, that's a different... You you get into a happy state, but you're not like Shikha, yeah? It's not Purim, you don't get Shikha's thumb. So th- this is our Misra. We, we have a higher way of dealing with the physical. And that leads us to get to... No problem. That leads us to get to the level of Nasir's Ponim, where we, our face, or Nasir's Ponim, where our face gets elevated. Ponim is because kind of, but the actual... Our upon him. We have a light on our face. Would you believe it? I've seen it by Sadiqim. I've seen it by holy people. They have a light. Ooh, Even my father. Bro, you gotta hear this. My father, he is from that world, like Spitz, secular. Right. You world. mentioned other stories I get with the entertainment. I mean, I can give you stories. No, no, of no, him. So I get it. I get that word. Remember, they had the Elton John story. The, it's the sitting there, Elton John, the opposite, the opposite of, of Kadusha. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing like the worst affair in the world at the table. Absolutely. In front of my father, and that's the kind of environment. My father was a spitz entertainment once. I told a story last time we learned. He told me a story last trip I went to England that he had dinner with Elton John. That's kind of stories. My, what happened at that dinner? The opposite of this. Opposite. Yeah. To the point where their business arrangements no longer went ahead anymore. Because even my dad, there's a gvul. My dad's not like a firm guy, not religious at all. I have a picture of him putting tefillin on Erev Yom Kippur in Spain, which is pretty impressive, and thank you, Chabad, for doing, for doing that. And I did buy my pair of tefillin, which he used to put on his grandson, and Bokhshem, he got the credit. So the idea that the mitzvah, a yid, a Jew, like my father, when he saw a Simaya Zilberg, he saw light. He saw Kedusha, and he said it with his own mouth, I couldn't believe it. He said, such holiness, and he ran away. You can see He ran away. He ran out of the room. He ran out of the shul and he got into a taxi and he went to a bar. That was the only way he could deal with it. The process, the, the kedushi. You sometimes see here after a Friday yeah. night when the fire, when like everyone's is fire, face, like yeah. people, people are shining. People are mamish glowing. Yeah, their so, faces are. So, so that's what eating properly, praying properly, being a good yid. You don't have to be like the sadik of the generation. Being a good yid, you can have a shining face. So and a shining face is the opposite of the embarrassing face. Say, so it's with it's all these judgments, the you have to sweep. Yeah. It's the other side of the coin. No. It goes together with the, the gluttonous eating, and not for the right reasons, and uh, not appropriately uh, yeah. saying thank you. Can I say That's something it. crude? Did you let me say it? Are you just joking? I'm on being recorded, but I don't care because I think it's important. I was listening to a podcast. You say what you say. An Alex Freeman podcast. Yeah, he's a Jew. I'm not very firm Jew, but... 
nevertheless a, a nice Jew, very intelligent Jew, highly intelligent. He's a, a, ro a robot inventor and other things. He's from a famous, uh, what's the name of the math school in America? The Everett's a genius MIT. school. MIT. He's from MIT and he's a big person, yeah? What was this guy's name? Lex Friedman. He, he's yeah. close to Rogan, he's close to all that crew, yeah? yeah he's, he, he's, he, he, fight, he had a fight the other day, um, jiu-jitsu with uh, Mark Zuckerberg. You know, that's who he hangs out with, yeah? He's not a small These guy. Guys. He's a big dude, okay, in, in the business world. Anyway, so Lex Freeman was with this. That's what he's doing now, Mark. He's doing now. Uh, yeah, he's into jujitsu. Yeah, funny enough. But Lex Freeman um, was, and he's also close to Elon Musk as well, so he's like between the two of them. But um, he had the guy on his show, and he sounded like a Jewish dude. He's a divorce lawyer. I assume he's Jewish. It's pretty like I, the way he talks, the way he didn't say it, but I think I've heard him other times. I think he's a Jewish guy. Whether he is or not, it's not the point. He, he wasn't the most impressive, I would say. But he gave an example. If, so, if you would catch the most famous Hoshev special person in the middle of, you know, masturbation, excuse my language, that would take away your, so, sort of lower your level of, this is what they were discussing. Thinking of this guy. Yeah, you think, suddenly you think, this divorce lawyer was saying, it would like lower your, like, you know, because in, in his opinion, his understanding of the world, everyone does that. Now we know, we're learning Rabbi Nachman's Hussein, no one in Breslau does that, because it's against the Torah to the point where Rabbi Nachman is like a war with that Indian. Yeah? It should be Kedusha's Yassad, you know, spill sea, never masturbate in your life, yeah? going to Breslau. Yeah? Unfortunately, the general world don't know about this, because that was one of the chizuks when I started learning Torah. I was like, wow, now this connects. I stopped doing it, I'm saving all this energy, and my, I'm starting to shine more, because I do believe that Echila eating and your bris is connected and it gives you energy when you hold that energy within and you eat properly you get the much more nutrients from what you do eat because you don't overeat your body doesn't have to overwork and that's been proven scientifically yeah that the body gets pushed past its patience like it's too much for the body all this food all this drink this overeating process it gets used to it yeah and it it's now has to do so much extra work that it doesn't need it doesn't need all this it's just it becomes fat and all this negative stuff that you don't need all this baggage you don't need so the same with, with losing your energy the other way around, by speaking badly or spilling seed, these are things that are opposite of Kedusha. And you see people who are guarding themselves in all these things, they shine. And people who are not, they don't. Their faces are dark. And you can just look. You know? They do not have a light to them. Now, some people might make a light in other ways. I believe that some righteous goyim or Jews who aren't, Keeping Torah get light from other ways because they do acts of chesed. Or Hashem can bring light to anyone. They, they're happy people and they make other people happy. These are things that darken your life. Basically. Or take it away. Yeah. So if you want, and what does it lead to? You know, think about it. How one of the ways you make a living is you need to find chayn ba'alakim ba'adam. You need to find grace in people's eyes. You know, one of the things I'm a bit frustrated right now, I don't feel like I'm getting chayn. Maybe in Shirat Dovid I am because they're nice people. But in the world out there, I don't feel so much hate because the world out there just feels like it's against my message. Like maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but that's how I feel right now. So to get chayn, to really get grace in God's eyes and people's eyes, which is then going to bring about successful business and deals, it does really, you've got to shine. You got, and what does that mean? You're less self-indulgent, which means you're more giving, you're more selfless. And that attracts also, attracts success. People who are giving get more. Yeah, hmm. it, it's all like connected. It's all like a mindset that is, and the, the Rabbi Nachman is giving us a very deep idea that it to the point where it's alpi alacha, it's alpi how we eat. Well, it's you even said it. Eating shirim, eating according to the halachic guidance. 
This is really important, yeah? I mean, I think we jumped. Let's go back. Okay, Zer. Yeah, we I hid my face and I ate. You hide your face, even worse. There comes a hest upon him. That's where we are now. Yeah? There comes a hest upon him when we eat not right. You tore him Zion, you over there? Right at the beginning. I think he ju- uh, there. Yeah. No, we were in this paragraph. Oh, yeah? yeah? Let me look where we are. Okay. Yeah, that's where I just was. Yeah, let's just finish off that paragraph. Perish, I did upon him. Aras upon him. All right, this is, this is a really important. We'll end with this today because um, you'll see it connect to Torah Kufnan Hay, which we did last with Eretz as well. Aras upon him who tikken a emes. The light of the face is the fixing and truth. Bechinus Yaakov. This is Yaakov. Yaakov was a sadik who only ate what he needed. He only drank what he needed. It's, it's in the Torah. He was a Ish Emes. He was the Midas Emes. He is the epitome of truth in the world. They say Moshe Emes, but also Yaakov is Tiferes is Emes. It's a Pasuk and Micha in the Prophets. Bechinus Tefillin. Yaakov was the aspect of Tefillin. Ki Yaakov hu Tiferes. This is including all the different kinds of colors. It's an inclusion of all the colors. Remember, we said the colors is it, when, when we're the losing the color. We're losing the redness, the healthiness of the face when we get embarrassed. Oh, it's, it's pushing the blood out. Oh, he's going to connect the colors. Yeah, the connected to the ketonus of, of Yosef. Maybe. Wow. It's feeling a crime pair. Yeah, the, the idea of tefillin is called pear. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's colorful. Shikosu, even though it's not physically colorful, but it has a beauty to it. This glory that you wear, this is the tefillin. Main wealth comes from truth. Yeah, we, we talk about this, we have this concept of kushta's emes. Emes stands, yeah? That was the part. Yeah, that's, that's what we said before. And he's jumping all over Shas, yeah, because he's a Sadiq, he knows everything in Torah, Rabbi Nachman. That, and it will be established that your legs, what do you stand on? These are the pillars. You stand, you mentioned Rabbi Nachman, Netzach, Netzach is victory. You're standing, these are the two pillars that hold up the Torah. They're pillars that hold up. Who, what's the pillars that hold up the Torah, the funding, the chesed? This is what holds up the ability for us to learn. Someone had donated all this for him, donated this basement, just donated the air conditioning, donated the light. We wouldn't be able to sit here and learn. So we'd be sitting in your house. And we'd have kids jumping on you and your wife and my wife, and, and, and we wouldn't be learning. Yeah? So the ability to learn is the fact that there's chesed, the, the money that holds up these pillars of Torah. Yeah? These are their legs. Money is the legs. Sha'alav Kai, this is how it stands. Zer Sha'amu Chazal, Vichayecha Tulim, your life is dependent on this. Zer Tolid Tfilav, and this is Toli on your, on your either Tfilin or his prayers, if I'm not sure. What does it say over here? It's dependent on your prayers or your Tfilin, because Tfilav and Tfilin are very connected. What would you reckon? I'm guessing on prayers. The legs are the stands for the money. Tolim, they're tolit filav. 
hangs up his tefillin. Okay, he says tefillin. So it could be checked. This refers to his tefillin. Tefillin is emes. Gam Amru says he says in Menach is also Chazal. Zer kana tavuas min ashuk. Hainu shadalis bo aydei pegam tefillin aydei pegam shal emes, which is very interesting. Another reason if a person doesn't have kosher tefillin, the the pegam tefillin is not looking after. It's hanging them instead of, but you know hanging tefillin is not covered. Yeah. When you take the filling, you take it with both hands. You don't hang. You don't like, like take the straps and throw them around. Damage filling could also be not putting them on. That's true, also. Um, or they're not kosher. So there's a bagam like this, breaking them. Either way, it leads, it's a bagam in MS in truth, and a bagam, as we said, in MS leads to, a, God forbid, to poverty. Yeah? To, to having this poverty. Hmm. So if you want to be able to buy the, the tvua from the shuk, you need I, to have tefillin, MS, and truth. I would definitely think he's saying that. Yeah. And then I mean, he says... It's so connected to the eating. It's just a totally different aspect. Yeah. But it's like, if a person eats in an amistic way, yeah. for the right, right reasons, they'll be blessed. illuminated and blessed and yeah. wealthy. Very good. Right? But if you're not... If just the person is like... Uh, eating for the wrong ways. Right? But let's jump to the, uh, the opposite. Right? But let's jump right back here. If you're... Tefillin. Also, this your person is like I got to put my Yeah, Tefillin is Amos. It's, it's the glory of, of Hashem on your head. It's beautiful. It's bringing all those colors back to Hashem, even though it's black, but it somehow it represents this beauty. And Eretz Yisrael, we'll just read one more thing, and we'll end off with this. Eretz Yisrael she'ika kabalasa bechinas Yaakov, which is Amos. Eretz Yisrael is Amos. We learned that Kufnun Hey, the Torah before last week. And the main receiving is the aspect of Yaakov, Kamach Shakosov, Vyeshav Yaakov Ba'aretz, and Yaakov dwelt in the land. And that's why we call it, and we say that even in Davening, it's Eretz Hachaim, it's the land of life. And then it connects back to Tefillin, he goes straight back to Tefillin, the Zohar is Chaim. Kamach Shakosov, Hashem Aleim Yechu. Hashem will be upon them and they will live. Zer Shivcha. Yeah, this is praise. Asher lo misakenes tachu ba lechem. Ki lepamim adam achu lechem machmas anias. Lo machmas asorin tayvus atanugim acherim. Ava imhay l'shar machalim loya echo lechem levad. There's shabbos shemesh as well, and it goes on and on. The idea is we we need to eat with kedusha. We need to eat for the right reasons, and we need to eat with truth. And this is going to be the key. We're going to learn over it as well. This is going to be the key of, of everything we're doing over here. And it will, for example, now as Mansam Chasene, we started off, we want to enjoy Sukkot. We want to have blessing for the new year. We want to have lots of Simcha. Eat with Emes. Be That's Emes. what we learn in the Sukkot. Yeah, Mr. Shem. Amazing. So we're learning. We're we'll learning. start with Eretz This is great. And Yaakov is the, his Chag is the Chag of Sukkot. Think about it. What it says in the Shulchan Aruch, it says Avram is Pesach, Yitzchak is Shavuos. It's Shulchan Aruch too. Yaakov is Sukkos. Yaakov is Sukkos. It's a time of Emes. It's time to be together with all of Klal in one Sukkah together, to enjoy, to eat, but to eat in a in a truthful way, in the right way. We don't fret. You can't. You know. Ideally, the Sukkah should bring das, should bring awareness of what we're here for. And that should give you a holy eating, and that will elevate everything you do. And then you'll be able to be in the land of Chaim, Eretz Chaim. Tefillin is Chaim. We don't need to wear Tefillin, because so, you got it free. You get the Os without having to wear it. The, the Gedusha of the Chag has the Tefillin within it. You don't need to wear Tefillin, Chazukas. That's one Minhag my father for sure does every year. He doesn't wear Tefillin, Chazukas. Yeah.
or Pesach. And the schut of that issue. Even though he's got tefillin, he definitely doesn't wear them on Sukkot and Pesach, I hope. There are some people who do that, but that's a different story. The concept of once you connect to the Torahs of a Sadiq, you don't need to fill in Sukkot. That, that's according to the Minag of Chassidim, anyway, at least. And it's, like the on, uh, on Shabbos. No, it's not. There are people who wear tefillin. I'm saying, but like, Call if you're kin it to, like, if you, you know, why you wouldn't blow the shofar on Shabbos? There's a Kedusha. You're covered. You're covered. There's a Kedusha. I'm not saying what people do or don't do. Yeah, there's different Minhagen. Yeah. And, uh, Certainly in, in America, most people, I mean, I could. You grew up, up, people wearing tefillin? Sure. It's more of a trend now that they aren't. I mean, I haven't been there in a while. Yeah. But one of the last I think the I've reason, been. one of the reasons is because the light of the, the Torah of the Siddiqui has become more popularized. And the Torah of Siddiqui means you don't need tefillin on sukkahs. Even though there's a minhag not like that. And the main thing is we should be more emistic how we eat, how we speak, how we act. And that will be blessed. And and I've seen you will live a life of miracles. You will have everything you need. You won't need uh, to come on to people. And if you do have to come on to people and it is embarrassing, okay, but like, like that story I told, it should still, there'll be a Kiddush Hashem within that also, and there'll be a lot of chizuk and light. It should be, it should be with Simcha, the Ica thing. Simcha brings everything good. And we have to, we have to not allow the Eight Torah to make us feel down and fresh and get caught up in a low way of being. We have to live in an elevated Torah, spiritual, sadic way, and realize we can do it now in 2023 with all the Nisyonis. Amen. Amen. Amen.